1: In a Mississippi Minute That's right hey, hey folks, I'm Steve Azar. Welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. Thank you for tuning in. As always, check out VisitMississippi.org. It will lead you to all things that celebrate our Mississippi like no other. It's all there. And speaking of visiting Mississippi, we're going to visit Vicksburg today. Our guest art gallery is located on 1216 Washington Street in the historic downtown district of Vicksburg, Mississippi. Vicksburg is located on the bluffs of Mississippi for all you guys that are not from our state. Uh, it's beautiful. It's <laughs> on the river. It's just gorgeous. And they have fantastic hot hospitality except for the days when our Saint Al when we'd come to town they they put it to us a little bit one of her most recent projects she collaborated with Vicksburg National Military Park to create a historic Civil War painting underscoring her love of history commitment to the city she loves in Vicksburg and to stick the landing her continued narrative to all things humanity I love it when a native daughter feels compelled to celebrate where so much inspiration came from in the first place, and that's called Paying It Back. Determined is the first in an annual series of her paintings that will commemorate the Civil War. We'll chat about that coming up for sure. To dig a little deeper, her gallery is the signature gallery of Mississippi. The, cal- the gallery features photographs, limited edition prints, and original paintings by this award-winning artist who's been using her very unique process. ...to depict everyday life in Mississippi for over a quarter of a century. I say that instead of 25 <laughs> years. Just, you know, make us feel a little older, a little more seasoned. The fine oh, art I know, just get ready. The Fine Art Gallery, which also right. features contemporary work by visiting national artists, is like I've said, in the heart of historic downtown Vicksburg. Got to make plans to go there and check it out. So let's get to the very talented, as the world knows her, H.C. Porter hc
3: well hi good morning steve thank you for the invitation to be here
4: i love it wow aren't
3: we are so fortunate to have a stake with such an active interest in the arts it's amazing i know
1: you flipped the question on me just then did you just ask me a question you did didn't you it's interesting you're gonna get in trouble (laughs) No, hc i love i love that what you just said you know as a fellow artist, a no different genre, in the music world, obviously, and you as a painter. Right. Growing up as a kid, which we both grew up probably close to the same era, did you ever imagine that you could make a career out of it?
3: Well, you know, that was one of the early things that you, you you know, what do you want to be when you grow up sort of questions. And yeah. you're encouraged when you say what, doctor, lawyer, fireman, right? <laughs> yeah. When you say artist, <laughs> everybody sort of stops and for me even in my earliest memory i wanted to be a ventriloquist
0: well. So get some eye
3: rolls with that one right yeah. remember charlie mccarthy and all that <laughs> so thankfully i was a really poor ventriloquist and uh my art skills were more celebrated because i could draw snoopy really well wow. so i was encouraged but we all live better life through the arts you with music made with visual arts and as i said this state is so fortunate that we have such an active arts community
1: yeah and i think mississippi is doing a lot better job over the last decade and a uh, decade and probably decade and a half of celebrating the arts and and seeing it as an a vast opportunity for economic impact and perfect Perfect example is what you're doing right there. When did the gallery come into fruition and actually happen?
3: Well, I mean, you have to to go to the beginning. I'm actually a Jacksonian, so I've been in Vicksburg for 16 years. But I started my studio in 1987 on Millsaps Avenue in the Midtown District in Jackson. And that really sort of set my roots in... Uh, Southern culture and heritage of what I would focus on was being involved in that arts community community in Millsaps. But that, from that sort of pivot, I've been in Vicksburg, as I said, for 16 years, and I was on Millsaps for 20. (laughs) So yes, the the, uh, quarter-century mark is upon me as far as how long I've been creating work about Mississippi. And the... The collaboration that you mentioned with the Vicksburg Military Park was such a great opportunity. They get almost a million visitors a year, right? Right, right. Downtown is two miles. And I know every downtown community deals with this. How do we move the visitors from what they've come to see to our merchants, our vendors, art galleries, everything else that's vibrant about your downtown? Mm -hmm. Well... How did I do that? I tried to approach the park, create a collaborative project that would help tell history story about not just Vicksburg's history of the Civil War, but uh, creating educational opportunities and sort of a contemporary twist. I got to pick the original photograph that I would um, paint. to step into that too you have to understand that my work starts as its base as a photograph generally i take the photographs myself it's rare for me to work off of someone else's image unless it's like a mission painting or something mm-hmm. but uh the opportunity is to sit and look through all these hundreds and thousands of images what and pick one how do you do that right mm-hmm. to be the first piece in this series so the idea was to introduce one every year to be collector's items, tell a different story about the Civil War, and move those people from the military park downtown, not just to my gallery but to the other vendors Absolutely. Once you get down here. right, 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 right. So that was an exciting um, sort of collaboration that was local.
1: I love it when we get think, asked to do things that are local when we think Mississippi and you're asked to to take on projects like this. you know to me, there's nothing more rewarding, right? You're growing up right. and, and and for your for our own folks to appreciate it it I just want to tell everybody out there. I know that you feel the same way well, I'm going to ask you if you feel the same way. I'm always extremely blessed to be appreciated when it comes to the arts i mean it, it it's it's very moving to me it's humbling always. Always. Sure. Yeah.
3: Right. Well, as a Mississippi artist, my first focus was that particular Millsaps Avenue community. I had a summer art camp with the kids that were directly living adjacent to my studio, and I, along with several of the other artists in that community, Andy Young, uh, kay Holloway, Elizabeth Robinson, we pulled the artists in and did summer art camps. But from that involvement with the community, I turned my camera on those relationships with the kids. Hmm. And those images are what people recognized initially as an H.C. Porter. Wow. So they weren't landscapes, they weren't cotton fields, they weren't magnolias. It was these images of these powerful kids involved in their everyday lives, whether they were, you know, studying on their front porch or playing on the basketball court in the neighborhood it was these images of everyday scenes of mississippians that's that, so amazing. where my work really was born and it was out of direct involvement with the community so you never know you know yeah. like you said we're asked to do things and you never really know where that's going to lead in your personal
1: expression, yeah, oh, well, yeah. There's there's been a lot of times when you thought you were doing one thing, and then there was basically an end, you know, like a dead end, and it right. was, wasn't even close to a dead end of the things that happened after the fact. And a lot of times, because you're just doing it for all the right reasons, and that you know that's the reward at the end of the day, because you're not looking, right. you're not looking for it, you know. The, right. I'm Steve Azar. We are talking HC Porter, incredible artist. Special, special lady to us all and to the world that appreciates wonderful art in its most honest form. Go to visit Mississippi.org. I'm honest about that. We'll be right back. You're in a Mississippi minute. Our friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to announce they have a brand new website. Head on over to GBTOnline.com to see their new look, smooth navigation, and interactive elements they know you'll love. They made this change to reflect the constantly improving technology at Guarantee Bank and showcase their story and community involvement. The new website will be user-friendly and give you a -a one-of-a-kind online banking experience. Guarantee Bank Member FDIC.
4: This is Joe Rooks. For do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros, Revelace is the place to go. This is Smokey Williamson. If it has to do with keys,
5: Revelace Hardware can help. We cut house and office keys. We can re-key locks in the store. And in some stores, we can even key alike padlocks. At Rebel Ace, we program automobile keys and fobs for most makes and models for much less than the dealer. There's a Rebel Ace Hardware near you. Come see us.
3: Learn more at rebelhardware.com. I'm Lauren McGraw with GodGo. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you got to go, please call GodGo 601-879-3969.
2: a Mississippi
0: Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: As we roll down a Mississippi Minute, as we always do, because I like rolling. and a rocket sometimes. Sometimes it's smoother. Visit Mississippi.org is the most smooth experience you're going to have in the weekend. Check it out. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with H.C. Porter, Vicksburg, Mississippi is where her home gallery is now. One of the greatest there is period, and I'm uh, excited to have her on my show today. Take me back to the young H.C. Porter as a kid, and, and when did the bug bite? And then take me through your process of photography, like you said, into a painting.
3: Okay, well, I was fortunate to have art through my early years of school and high school, I was always the kid that was staying late in the art class and working my way through lunch. I'd go and work on my pieces. And I went to the University of Alabama on a National Scholastic Arts Scholarship, which Mm. was really exciting because my portfolio as a high school senior competed with other high school students from around the country. Alabama selected me as an art student. Mm. So I studied painting and photography there. My love of photography was sort of an early age, too. I'd had a darkroom since I was 15. My mom had been given a camera for Christmas that was a a manual, like an old SLR camera, Olympus, and she said, I really don't want to do this here, honey. So I took it on, went to um, Hmm. Alabama, and had the equal love for painting and photography. So when I came out of Alabama, I came home to Mississippi, started my studio and incorporated printmaking. Well, uh, I was able to combine my love of photography using silkscreen. And oh. silkscreen, if you think about it, it's been in the art world since the '60s with Andy Warhol, when he brought high-contrast pop art images of Elvis Presley and Marilyn Monroe into the art world. So, silkscreen is. Um, The first step in my work. So photography and then combining the printmaking, I create a high-contrast ink image. Black Mm. ink image goes on paper, so you get a black and white, and I come back in with lots of layers of acrylic paint and Prismacolor pencil. But if you think about Andy Warhol, you've got all these pop imagery and supermans. And if you think H.C. Porter, it's more neighborhood scenes and everyday uh as i mentioned earlier just the everyday process of who it is uh, who we are as mississippians
1: talking so, to hc porter and there's nothing ordinary about what you do i'm just looking at your paintings <laughs> up here i'm just looking at you know a lot of the folks that i've been on stage with before in my life like pat thomas and Elsie omer and t right. ford and of course vasta jackson and i'm just right. looking at the way that you see it and visualize it can i let me ask you this okay as a songwriter and you, and the recording uh-huh. artist okay so what the the writing process to me i love doing it but right. you, you write a song and then you go th- you're reminding me of what we do and i want to get your take on what is the most fun so uh, okay. of, of the process we do okay. that so you you're taking a picture i'm seeing the photography and you're going through this i'm writing a song and da. so at some right. point you got to record it it's that moment when you take a song in my world and you think of it as as a as an individual as its own child right and then you start painting you throw when I say painting painting different musical instruments what would help that song grow up to be what it's supposed to be in my mind that's the what do I see and that is the mm-hmm. most fun process for me is the recording process now when you get to go play live and and all that that's just another another part of it that's hard to explain and the thing I feel most comfortable doing but the time I'm really smiling a lot is that recording mm-hmm. process because you, that's the the really art part to me when you when you don't want to screw a song up, you know.
3: Right. <laughs> well, I can paint over mine, right? So I get to put my. Brush <laughs> I can brush record down. over
1: mine, but I'm not smart exactly. enough sometimes. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just knowing, as they always said, when is it finished?
1: Yeah. Right? So yeah. when
3: you look at that piece and go, "Okay, I'm put my paintbrush down," the end. And I've forgotten the name of the artist, but there was a famous artist that would always go back into the Louvre to see his work and take his paintbrushes. No way. They'd realize that he was, like, still working on (laughs) pieces. You (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't know how you pull that beat off, but I can usually step away from mine at a certain point. And Uh, the fun part is, indeed, the painting part. But I love interacting with the people, too, taking the photographs. Sure. Right? Yeah. There's a quote that I love by Eudora Welty that says, My passion would not be to point a finger in judgment, but to part a curtain. That invisible shadow that falls between people, the veil of indifference to each other's wonder and each other's human plight. Huh. And that's that moment. She's always said you wanna watch for the moment when the person reveals themselves.
6: Yeah. As a wow.
3: photographer. Wow. So that's what you see when I'm whether I'm doing blues musicians from my most recent project that is you mentioned, i'm, I'm home. looking and at it up here Every,
1: everything's sold by the way i'm just telling you i'm looking i'm online right now <laughs> well, sold sold you're sold. so
3: funny you, <laughs> well and my website has been down we've had that's a whole other story after 25 years my <laughs> host pulled the plug because my what it was built on was supposedly too old so we're in the process of rebuilding so hcporter.com for all of you out there you're not going to be able to access it for another three but weeks. But you can go to That's visit
1: yeah, visitvicksburg.com, visit and you can get to you. Because I'm looking at a lot of your oh, stuff. Oh, good. There.
3: Okay, yeah. great. That's yeah. great to know. Because yeah. we've been in a in a tailspin around here. But So whether it's the focus of trying to find that um, moment, that revealing moment of the blues then, or prior to that when I spent a year on the Gulf Coast photographing Mississippians in the wake of Hurricane Katrina, that project took me along all 90 miles of the mississippi gulf coast Hmm. with recordings oral histories of the people that were the subjects in the paintings and we did the same thing with the blues project so allowing the blues musicians to tell their stories through an oral history that was paired with the paintings was really exciting for me
1: i'm looking at pat thomas's he's up in front so where he's sitting Right, is that somewhere where that inspired him somewhere <laughs> he was used to being the, the you know something that's important in his career?
3: you know that's a cool thing because at calling the show Blues at home, uh-huh. I didn't want it to be just performance photographs. Anybody can do that, right? You no longer live in the state. Thomas, his father, so son Thomas, of course, was photographed by Bill Ferris, Mississippi's historian, internationally known blues scholar. Southern scholar and writer. So in the 60s, he photographed Son on a front porch like that, holding one of his mask art pieces, his creation, sitting on sort of a glider piece. Hmm. So I drove around with Pat in Leland the day that I photographed him looking for a front porch with a glider. So that's how that came into being. I was like, okay, we're going to do sort of a nod to your dad's image, a nod to Bill Ferris. We found a front porch with a glider. I knocked on the door. Nobody's there. A couple of guys next door, are like, oh, they're not going to care, you know. <laughs> so we drag the stuff up, set up a photo shoot on the front porch, and ask Pat to look it up. I want you to act like you're dreaming.
1: Talking to H. C. Porter, you got to go to Vicksburg. Check her gallery out downtown. Uh, incredible. Her website is well. By the time this show airs, maybe your website will be up and running. But right now, it's brown. I'm looking at it right now. There's a brown. Yeah. And I said, what's going on? Anyway. I've had it happen to me too. We have to update every once in a while. You and I just want to make art and and, right. and and be done and take it to the people, but there's all these things in between we got to deal with and it's no fun. It's not fun.
3: Uh, you're exactly right. <laughs> that is the the bane of my existence. It's technology. It's like, oh. "No, I just want to sit with my painting, figure out where my colors should go, you know, each each stroke." Yeah. Trying to capture something that was that I want to inform the viewer of what that subject relayed to me. So
1: I love that. Bringing
3: those layers of bright colors. I start with complementary colors often, I'll plan in and reverse. So think about writing your song backwards, Steve.
1: I, I do a lot of things I, backwards, like this show. So <laughs> I don't know if I could write a song backwards, but it just sounds like you're a little dyslexic. Is that what you're telling oh, me?
3: Well, you know, that's <laughs> artistically dyslexic. Friend, you know. <laughs> right. Well, I start, I think, okay, if I want the sky to be golds and all these bright yellows, then I'll start in with sort of the secondary or the, the complementary color. On the color wheel is what we're talking about for all you people that are only musically oriented out there. Mm-hmm. This is for the visual artists, right? You've got colors opposite one another that really help that other color pop. Right. So that's what brings the intensity to my painting process. I love so that. I've got the purples and the blues underneath the sky, if I'm going to do it yellow, And each uh, color layer goes down first. That's sort of an opposite color. So I kind of plan it all out in this crazy way and then go from there to add the textures.
1: Well, let me say this, because we're going to take a break, first of all. We're with H.C. Porter. I'm looking at the depth. It feels like there's no end to it. If I'm looking at your paintings right (laughs) now, I'm serious. It like right. it goes on and on and on and it just never ends if you let your eyes keep going. It's like you're walking down this incredibly long, wide hallway with all of these beautiful colors, insanely talented. We're we're celebrating H. C. Porter, one of Mississippi and the world's greatest. I love her art form. I love this lady. Go to mississippi.org So many glorious things to do right here. You get to play DJ, by the way, H.C., before we go into the break. Would you like to okay. hear, let's say, Tammy Wynette or Marty Stewart? Ooh, i have
3: to go with Tammy. We're going to go girl power all the way. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right, Marty, I got your back. We'll be right back. Here's a little Tammy Wynette, H.C. Porter's do my guest. I love Marty. I know, I know, I know. We'll be right back.
5: <laughs> I've watched Mommy and Daddy.
1: My daddy said goodbye.
2: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a heat advisory. High near 97. Tonight, partly cloudy. Low around 75. Your Saturday, a slight chance of rain and hot. High near 97. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions. High near 95. This weather brought you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
3: Summertime is cannon time.
0: Looking for
2: a quality pre owned
0: vehicle? This is Dave Logan, cannon Nissan of Jackson. Right now, we have a really large selection of pre owned vehicles with more on the way. When the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody.
6: I'm JT Mitchell and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Ole Miss baseball team is less than one day away from competing in its first College World Series since 2014. And according to the advanced stats, the Rebels actually have the best shot at winning it all at 17.1 percent. Kendall Rogers of D1 Baseball told us he sees why, however, he believes that this year's championship is anybody's to take. I think this is a field, when you look at the 18s that that um It's wide open. Like, you know, typically you look at a World Series field and you're like, you know what, I feel pretty good about these guys. I feel pretty good about these guys. This year, I mean, I could literally see anyone in this field winning it. The Rebels' first game will be on Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time versus the Auburn Tigers on ESPN2. And COVID-19 cases continue to rise across Mississippi, with the Department of Health's most recent report confirming eleven hundred and fifty-six new cases, as well as three additional deaths. For more Mississippi news, find us online at Supertalk.fm.
0: When you listen to Supertalk, you hear our team working for you. Great information, drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees.
0: Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mofro. God and the Monsters, plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at twilightms.com. That's twilightms.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: I'm in a hurry, one hell of a hurry, because I know you're there waiting to. We're stumbling see. down a Mississippi Minute like I often do, thank goodness for guests that are a lot more intelligent than me. H.C. Uh, Porter, incredible artist, uh, insane. And I love the fact that she she brought it all home. Especially when it came to her gallery. Visit Mississippi.org. Very important, folks. But you can also visit Vicksburg.com and check out. I love it. It's a, uh, pretty much a virtual tour of your gallery that they have. I know downtown Vicksburg has been on a revitalizing mission. It's beautiful. I grew up playing a, a place called Miller Steel. Gene and Gene Miller. I'll never forget. We we ended up getting a little too big for them because not because we were good because we kept adding gear and they said you got too much gear now. <laughs> anyway, it was a great place to grow up to grow up playing. HC uh, Porter is my guest. Like I said, um, your first your first hit, like when you go okay. I've been doing this, but now I, this lets me know I can continue to do it. Boy,
3: that just gave me all kind of feelings. <laughs> I remember waking up in the middle of the night and going from my then home in Bellhaven and Jackson, the about mile and a half to my Millsap studio at 2.30 in the morning to put paint on canvas. And this was in my sort of abstract landscaping mode. And I was enjoying what I was doing, but I knew that it wasn't my line. And when an artist finds their line, and I think that's kind of what you're thinking, you know, what you're heading towards, Sure. When an artist has to start on their own line, you know, you can go and you can cover other songs, is what I would kind of say, right? Yeah. But when you strike your own chord, so I was painting landscapes. okay, fine, other people had done that. But when you strike your own chord, you know, wow, this is when you finally, what they say, find your voice as you, an artist. You're
1: giving me chills right now because... Uh, <laughs> And they're multiplying, and I'm not talking John Travolta style. I'm talking about the bottom (laughs) line is what you're saying is taking me back to the place for me. So keep going, but I want you to know I get it. I get it.
3: Yeah, exactly. So when I turned my camera on my relationship with my kids on Millsaps Avenue in Mm -hmm. the Avenue for Art program, those kids were 8 to 12 and often, you know, dragging a baby sister or a young cousin. We had 2- and 3-year-olds that we were trying to corral while we were doing art projects with the kids. But documenting them and our relationship, when I put that on paper, first I started silk screening their high-contrast images over my abstract painting. Well, that was fine, but what people were really responding to were these powerful high-contrast images of these kids and their families and their environment, mm. and it was that image. Okay, so I pulled it out and away from the abstract, printed it directly onto the paper, and then started painting back on top of it and bringing my abstract sort of movement of color to the images in reverse, if that makes sense. So once I saw that those images didn't only just move me, that they moved viewers, that's when I knew yeah, this is my calling, right? Yeah, yeah And you... it's, it's almost like a preacher being called to preach. You just know. This it... is my line, and this is where I'm going. And it was to tell the story of everyday Mississippians. So from that community project of Avenue for Art, it became focused you, on Mississippians. You figured
1: yourself out. Growing up here, mm-hmm. it's just different. Art when you're in the arts. I'm just telling you. I, right. I believe it. So I do too. Yeah. So I love it when you f- you figured out your your line as you call it. Well, that was you being honest and you figuring it out. For me, it was a song Waiting on Joe, which I swear I didn't mm-hmm. think it was a song. I didn't Mm -hmm. ever think it was a song and I put it down and of course it was documented and my producer brought it in and I they had spent I mean there had been so many producers try to figure me out and we would get close and all of a sudden they go ah we just don't don't get it now I I get why they didn't get it right but then this was me even doing all the technical side and the recording and playing a piano which I'm awful at and all this stuff everything that was wrong (laughs) and having world-class producers and all of a sudden I get a call because of this in my in my basically attic that we turned into a studio, and uh-huh. third child on the way, and all this, and I didn't even know it was a song, and that's what got it done for me. And I looking back, wow. going like, "Well, the, no brainer." Looking back, mm-hmm. it taught me how to write because I said, "Okay, wow. well, that's a song," and I didn't even think it. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's interesting why it just took a long time for me. For you, were you able? I was able to ha- make a career out of it along the way, just enough to give you hope. To, to keep mm-hmm. going, right? For you, what, well, do you have any struggling days?
3: Oh, my word. I'm still struggling. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I'm in the arts, you know, I'm a painter, but no, I'm just kidding. I've been very fortunate to have.
1: I'm talking about the financial. struggling days that you made you almost get to that point where you turned around.
3: I was so fortunate that I had a calling from such an early age. And as I said, I was so supported. Oh, you could grow, you know, the basic stuff. You could draw Snoop on his little doghouse. So, so I was like, okay. <laughs> well, just the fact, not that I was doing something in that sense, but that people were telling me and encouraging me, you're yeah. good at this. Yeah, well, that, that, that helps. gives you that hope. And like Malcolm uh, White told me years ago, he said, I'm responsible for me. When I look in the mirror and what I create every day, and this was in the 80s he told me this, and I still know that I'm the one that's responsible for that creative thing, and you just have to do it. Yeah. You know, it's like practicing your craft every day, but did I ever get discouraged about it and think, No, oh, well, I seem to kind of pivot. You know, like I said, I sat out in a, in a field in Greenville, Mississippi, selling posters for $25 yeah. a piece yeah. and getting sunburned and dancing to the blues. <laughs> I was 23 years old. Yeah. And I did. I said, okay. If I can make money doing this on a Saturday, then I'll do every festival in Mississippi.
1: All that was a so part I'm, of your creative journey, though. It all added exactly. up to H.C. Porter. It's right. all added up to
3: Right, you. exactly. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I did the, you know, you're walking to some restaurant in the South to my early Catfish Festival posters or something, you know. Yeah. I finally stopped in the year of 2000 when the world was going to meltdown the Belzona folks were so sweet to me for all those years, and they said, "Just please do it one more year." Like, okay, this is it because my cat personal pitch festival, the yeah. fine art painting, <laughs> yeah, the fine art painting had was taking over and off so much in 2000 that I couldn't balance all of it. But they, the Mississippi festivals had been so supportive, and they gave me that base of financial support. And I'm sure that was like you having to play play along the way, or you know, yeah. do whatever you had to do.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
3: And that gave me the the breathing room to be able to produce the Avenue for Art project and yeah. focus on the kids and give back to the community, which led to the base initial spark of my work. So it all just, when you get to this point, Steve, and I know you realize this too, I'm 58 years old, born in 1963, you look back and you go, thank you, God, oh, my yeah. word. yeah. Yeah. When that was said, or this was said, or this was done, you don't recognize it so much at the time of how it's molding and shaping you. I remember I was sitting at the Books-A-Million after Hurricane Katrina hit in August of 2005, and I had been in Lancaster, Pennsylvania for a arts festival for a show, like you, like at a gig, right? So mm-hmm. we're getting ready. The Mississippi Coast had just been wiped out by Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. And people were coming out to the show, having pulled themselves away from the television of what was happening in New Orleans, and people realized I was from Mississippi. Oh my gosh, are you is your family okay? Is everything all right? Huh. Yeah. Well, I became sort of a point person in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I didn't even know because of cell phones. We couldn't talk to anybody. but I was encouraged when people saw my work and how it represented Mississippi. They said, whatever you need to do, you need to go home and allow your work to tell the story of what is happening in your own backyard.
1: Yes, awesome.
3: Your work awesome. speaks so well of Mississippi. Wow. Go home. Well, same thing. Next weekend, I was in Washington, D.C., and an female uh, attorney came in. I didn't, don't know her to this day, but she said, go to Mississippi, allow your work to tell the story. I was like, okay, that's two in a row. Picked up the phone, a friend happened to be a congressman. He said, "I'll get you the papers to get to the coast. You're going to need them to get access." I spent the entire year. I was in two weeks after Hurricane landed. Hurricane Katrina hit. I started in Purlington, Mississippi, with a cheap tape recorder and my camera and a collaborator, Carol Sesums. We wow. spent that entire year. We would come home back to Jackson a week, a month, or something. I lived in a small RV on the Gulf Coast interviewing, photographing people. Wow. That, to go back to that moment at Books-A-Million on mm-hmm. I-55, Patty Carr Black, a Mississippi historian, came through. She saw me. She said, Chris, H.C. Porter, the work will be, you'll always reference this moment.
1: Wow, there, there you go. This
3: Katrina project. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't even know what she was talking about at the time because it was all just coming together. The project was just getting a little bit of coverage of what I was trying to do. Yeah,
1: it took her to, to come in, stories. or to, it took somebody else to come in from another angle. You, you're you in the middle of it all. I'm Steve Azar. We are talking H.C. Porter. Incredible artist. Special, special lady to us all, and to the world that appreciates wonderful art in its most honest form. Go to visit org. I'm honest about that. We'll be right back. You're in a Mississippi Minute.
2: ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Sockneck boom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. Supply 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net.
6: Bridge Builders.
4: Red Hot Savings, Red Hot Selection. The deals have never been hotter than now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi during our sizzling summer sell down. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are priced to move with scorching savings right now. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's just $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. Shop from over 1,500 quality pre owned vehicles right now at RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Buy with confidence with a 20 year, 250. Thousand mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our goal is 100% credit approval, no matter your past credit history. Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're giving you more selection to choose from, more savings, and more affordable monthly payments every single day, period. So come save big while the deals are hot at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County 9 Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi, garage 10% down, months, at Trust Care Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the
1: modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <coughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Mama! Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. Trust care Health. Feel better,
6: faster. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something, and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit Fabrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford Tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172 point Inspection. Inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you.
0: In a Mississippi
6: Minute with Steve
0: Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Here we go. I'm Steve Azar. We are talking to H.C. Porter, incredible artist, special, special lady to us all and to the world that appreciates wonderful art in its most honest form. Go to visit Mississippi.org. I'm honest about that. We'll be right back. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Why Vicksburg for you? If you grew up in Jackson uh, and you go to Alabama where they've got an okay football team, so seriously, right. why Why Vicksburg?
3: You know, I my, my sights were set on Ferris Street in downtown Jackson. I wanted, as that historic district, the predominantly black business district with all the culture and heritage of Jackson, Mississippi, was trying to get off the ground like Beale Street, right, in right. Memphis. Yeah Well, I had the um, the uh, developer from Memphis Had collected my work for years And he's like, you need to be on Fair Street I'm going to put you right across from the Alamo Theater You can design your own uh, studio and living space Blah, blah, blah I was like, okay, I'm all in This would be awesome And it never happened They couldn't get the project together So one problem after another And finally I just thought, you know Happened to be in Vicksburg helping a friend do some attic uh, clean-out stuff and uh, was in downtown Vicksburg and ran into Mississippi cultural czar himself, Jack Kyle, who brought the old um, big exhibitions to Jackson, like Palaces of Versailles and all that. Um,
1: she said czar, not a czar. Building. I just want everybody to know that. Czar, not uh, a yeah. czar. Yeah. Okay,
3: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Yeah. He had um, owned this building that I'm in now in Vicksburg, but was ready to get out of it. He had hurt his back, and he couldn't navigate the stairs. He had put a gallery in it and was just getting frustrated, I think, and he was off to Hattiesburg by this time. And I, he said, you know, would you like the building? And I was like, I'm an artist. I can't afford a building. He said, no, we'll work it out. And we literally did work it out, and the rest is history. But I found that living in the same workspace, so, I have a gallery retail space on the first floor. Right. Have my loft living space, you know, which is super happening in all these downtowns on the second floor. And it's been a wonderful. Sounds
1: like an artist's dream. Experience. You know? It
3: is, absolutely. And yeah. with COVID.
1: I was, was going to ask you an, about that.
3: Yeah. yeah. I was doing an artist in residence in Annapolis, Maryland. <laughs> and I had had my uh, loft my home above my gallery on airbnb and vrbo and people were really enjoying it so i did that for several years and then when i've come home after uh covid hit to be back in vicksburg i didn't have a place to live because people were still enjoying my space it was wonderful to have (laughs) to share downtown and have the extra income as an artist so it's like okay well i had a third floor on this building that had never been utilized it was just storage And I'm renovating that now for my new painting studio
0: Wow!
3: and my new living space. So I can keep my loft when you guys come to H.C. Porter Gallery and loft. It's so cool. Right in downtown Vicksburg, you'd experience the rooftop deck and all the sunsets faces west.
1: Are you going to get out of bed in the morning, brush your teeth, and then get coffee and look, look at a painting? Are you go to bed looking at a painting and staring at you? Yes, absolutely. Kind of yep. I'm
3: going to be three steps from my painting studio. But
1: that's
0: awesome. What I
3: found with the building, though, before I left for my artist-in-residence in Maryland, was I was a lot like the little hamster in a cage. You know, I was in the gallery, then I'd go upstairs to eat and sleep, and I'd come back downstairs and meet people and sell work and come back. I never left the building.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So,
3: the opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity to be away for a while and to see Mississippi with uh, as an outsider was really interesting.
1: Yeah, you've been gone. You you left too. I left. I was gone twenty years in Nashville, and then all of a sudden there were three kids, and they were a little older—fifteen, <coughs> thirteen, and ten—and moved them back. Um, and and wasn't necessarily in the plan. Everybody always asks, was it the plan to come home? I said well, it was never planned to leave, but I had to. Right. But what right. I love what you talk about, kids, for me. I enjoy now more than ever. I was in the studio at Delta State. We have one of the most glorious studios that Norbert Putnam yep. uh, built, yep. produced Margaritaville, and played the Elvis All's Years Muscle Shows. He built and this. And I love incredible, Trisha Walker. Oh, we Trisha. She's, she's oh she she snuck in yesterday to watch this kid that I'm recording, and then the other, and then I uh, there's another kid from Petal, Mississippi, Tyler Tisdale that I just that he, we're you know he's closing in on a million streams on his first record. Uh, wow. I, I enjoy. The process of working with kids is so rewarding. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate you spending a Mississippi minute with me. This is H. C. Porter, folks. You got to check out her gallery in Vicksburg. Vicksburg is rocking. It's just rocking. Yes, um,
3: it is. It is on fire. It's history and hipness all together. We're calling it hipstery. <laughs>
1: hipstery so. in Vicksburg. So <laughs> check check out everything to do with H. C. Porter. You're gonna love her work. H. C. Visit Mississippi preaches what you do. Folks, go check out visitmississippi.org. Check out visitvicksburg.com. Right now, I'm looking at the virtual gallery. Insane, wonderful. And you can also uh, maybe sneak up there and get her to make you a cup of coffee. You never know. You don't know. H.C. may do it. H.C., thank you so much.
3: Steve, I appreciate all that you've given to the state and what you've had to share with this world about our love for our Deep, dark soil that we have all been, um, you
1: know. I owe it back.
3: Digging in, digging in for all these years. (laughs) We've
1: been digging, all right. (laughs) I keep thinking I'm digging digging. my own hole. (laughs) 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 All right, girl, take care. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Bye.
1: H.C. Porter, folks. I'm Steve Azar, in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time.